the hard shoulder. All News Talk. With the all-new Nissan Juke. The Coupe Crossover by Nissan. Nissan. Innovation that excites. As always on a Tuesday, we round off the show by going on the couch. It's a great pleasure to welcome uh, consultant, orthopaedic and hand surgeon at the Beacon Hospital, Mr. Michael Mara. And what are we going to talk about today? Well, I would have thought after three years of doing on the couch uh, that I would have heard of nearly every condition. But carpal tunnel and hand arthritis is a new one on me although I think I do know someone who had it. You're welcome to the programme, Michael. First of all, tell us, what is carpal tunnel? Um, Thank you very much for having me, Ivan. So carpal tunnel syndrome, it's a very specific diagnosis, but sometimes it gets bandied about to just sort of mean hand pain. Um, So very specifically, carpal tunnel syndrome is a fairly common condition of the hand. Probably at least 1% of the population has it. And specifically, it's a compression or a pinching of one of the three major nerves to the hand that causes numbness, tingling, weakness, even clumsiness of the hands and can progress to even partial paralysis of the hand. So what does it look like? Yeah, so typically uh, a person with carpal tunnel syndrome most commonly uh, is a 50-year-old woman. Uh, it's much more common in women. It's much more common in the 50s and 60s who comes in because they've been waking up in the middle of the night with pins and needles in their hand. They can't sleep. They have to shake their hand out or hang it down. Then when they go to drive, the hand starts going numb. Um, and that's the initial presentation when we see it at that stage. That's where we like to catch it, as a matter of fact. Uh, sometimes we'll see older people who come in with the muscles around the base of the thumb wasted away and they can't feel their thumb, index, or middle finger. Sometimes they're getting little cuts or burns because they can't feel the fingers there. Um, so those are the most common presentations, either the, the kind of mid-50s uh, women more than men, or sometimes the older people that come in with quite advanced stages of it. Well, would you believe it? Would you believe it? So I, I'm going to lead you up a bit of a garden path, but this is an interesting story. So in 1970, when I was... Uh, 11 years of age, my father decided semi-retirement to buy a, f- a cottage for 500 euros overlooking Loch Mask. He was interested in fishing in Tormachili. And this next door neighbor and her sons, Mrs. Coyne and her sons, you know, clipped the hedge, made sure the house was clean and all and so on. And she was the nicest woman you'd ever meet. And she yeah. was an elderly, very, very rural West of Ireland woman. She wore a scarf. But her hands over the years, over the next 20 years, she's since dead, they, they actually became so arthritic that she couldn't straighten her fingers like you would the flattier palm and, and outstretched fingers. And they were like a, in a kind of clutch. Yeah. And, and, and I, you, you feel so, and I assumed in the West of Ireland that they kind of maybe did, uh, didn't have washing machines and they'd be doing right. hand washes of clothes with bars of soap and there'd be cold water and that this was a West of Ireland thing. But maybe she had carpal tunnel. It's possible, but even more likely would be she either had arthritis that had caused her joints to swell and contract and thicken to where she couldn't straighten the joints all the way, or the West of Ireland is also a hot spot for a different disease called Dupuytren's disease that also goes by the name of Viking disease, 
because the places where the Vikings sailed up and raped and pillaged and settled and all the rest left their genetics behind. And there is a high concentration in the west of Ireland and in Dublin of this disease called dupatrins, which forms these thick cords uh, and nodules in the palm. It's painless usually, but it can cause the hand to cripple up, as you say, where the hand pulls in and can't be laid down flat on a table. Correct. So but no, but I see, I, she, when I asked her about it, she said it was very bad arthritis. My question is, what's the difference between yeah. hand arthritis and carpal tunnel? Yes. So carpal tunnel syndrome, uh, as I said, it gets bandied about where anybody with hand pain might say, oh, I've been told I have carpal tunnel syndrome. But carpal tunnel syndrome is a very, very narrow and precise diagnosis of this pinched nerve. If you look at the hand, in most cases, it would look completely normal. And a person would go throughout 80% of their day with a normal hand, but have these episodes of uh, burning or pins and needles in their hand, or, or it gets very bad at night as well. Now, arthritis of the hand is destruction or inflammation of the actual joints, not the tendons but or nerves, but the joints themselves our, our yeah, I think in her case, the, the, the actual joints on the fingers yeah. became very swollen and like stuck in cement. She could, so it, it was obviously arthritis in her case. My yeah. question to you is this, in case of both, yes. the carpal, what causes it? Yes. And in, in, in both cases, we call that idiopathic, which might mean your doctor's an idiot and doesn't know, but really it means it is not known what causes most cases of carpal tunnel syndrome or most cases of arthritis. Now, when I would have been in my training a long time ago, um, most cases of arthritis were from rheumatoid arthritis, which we now understand is an immune reaction within the body, an autoimmune reaction, where the body turns against itself and begins destroying uh, joints and tissues around the body. That's nearly been brought under control by amazing advances in medicine. So rheumatoid arthritis is no longer sentencing people to a chair or crippled hands. It can be treated medically. Now we're dealing with primarily osteoarthritis, which is wear and tear arthritis. We're outliving our genetic potential. We weren't meant to live this long as a species, and we're wearing out our joints uh, as we live to 80 and 90. Um, and we're using them very repetitively. So, if you don't know what causes it, i.e., is it genetic, are you born to do this? Or if you expose yourself to outdoors or whatever, like, how do you prevent it? Yes, difficult to do, maybe impossible. Uh, the There is a genetic component to carpal tunnel syndrome. It's not a strong link. We can't say that one in four people will get it, but it does tend to run in families. So it's very common when I'm seeing a 50-year-old woman with burning and numbness and tingling in her hands. Oh, my mom had this. My grandmother had this. So we do know there's a strong family tendency towards this, which obviously you can't change. The only preventions we know for carpal tunnel syndrome, per se, uh, are to avoid heavy vibratory-type exposures, like chainsaws and this sort of a thing. We know that that can definitely bring it on. But most of it is sort of predestined. You're going to get it regardless of occupation. Um, this brings up a very interesting issue between carpal tunnel syndrome and computer use. Uh, carpal tunnel syndrome, all the studies have shown, is not related to computer use. And yet, many people in society would say, well, we know it is related to computer use because I started using a computer 
and then I got carpal tunnel syndrome. But the, the data, the research has never backed that up. That's fascinating. So someone presents, you do a diagnosis. What's the treatment? Right. For carpal tunnel syndrome, uh, the treatment and diagnosis are usually very straightforward. We talk to the patient. We get a careful history, a family history. What types of symptoms are you having? When do they come on? Is this waking you up at night? Is it coming on when you're driving? When do you get these burning, numbness, and tingling symptoms? Then we examine the person carefully. And the examination doesn't have to just focus on carpal tunnel syndrome. Could we have a pinched nerve in the neck? Do we have strain of the muscles and nerves around the shoulders? We need to rule all those things out. Sorry, when they present, is it just in the hands or do they have other symptoms in other parts of the body? So many, many patients come in and they say, my hands are numb and tingly. I'm having trouble getting through my day, driving, holding a pen, this sort of a thing. And we don't assume that they have carpal tunnel syndrome. Many things can mimic this, pinched nerves in the neck, other conditions um, that some of which are related to computer use uh, can mimic carpal tunnel syndrome. So we're very careful with the diagnosis. The test, the traditional test for carpal tunnel syndrome is called a nerve conduction study, which is a test done by a neurologist. So we would generally send the patient off to a neurologist. They put little electrodes on your skin. Uh, it's a somewhat uncomfortable exam to have because you feel these electrical currents going down your arm and into your fingertips during the exam. Uh, and that lets us see how the nerves are functioning. There's some emerging data that shows probably we can use ultrasound, which is completely pl- uh, pain-free and much more comfortable and much more available in Ireland uh, to probably have the same accuracy or very close to the same accuracy as the nerve conduction studies. So that's a, a potential step forward in the diagnosis of carpal tunnel syndrome that we're seeing now. Do you get it in both hands or just one hand? Very often both hands. Uh, and that's, again, related to the fact that this isn't really uh, down to what you do in your life or, you know, if you sit at a computer or not. Uh, we definitely use our dominant hand more than our non-dominant, but very often we see it in both hands. If we make the diagnosis, the initial treatment is simple things such as stretching, physiotherapy, wrist braces that can be worn at night. We try those very gentle measures, see if we make any progress. If not, the second stage of therapy is typically an injection. So there's an injection of numbing medicine mixed with cortisone, steroid, that can be put in just above the wrist. If you flex your wrist and see the creases there, uh, we put it right into those uh, flexion creases there, and that bathes the tissues inside the actual carpal tunnel, inside your palm, and helps settle down those tissues that are inflamed. And is there, is there a link with pregnancy? Definitely there is. Because there is so much fluid shift and so much inflammation and change of tissues during pregnancies, we often see it in the second, late second and third trimester of pregnancy. So here you are, you're an expectant mother, you have a baby on the way and you cannot sleep through the night. It's the last thing you need. And that is the a prime role of cortisone injections uh, for the treatment of carpal tunnel syndrome, where you have a woman who's going to be delivering in weeks or months. It's perfectly safe during pregnancy to put this cortisone shot in there. Blessed relief. She can sleep through the night, get ready for the baby. And then generally, almost always, once the baby delivers, that carpal tunnel syndrome goes away. 
that's called gestational carpal tunnel syndrome, and that's one of the most easily treatable types. I think too many women suffer with that uh, without seeking treatment. So, so Michael, in summary, if, if you are displaying these symptoms, you should go to your GP immediately, who will refer you on to a consultant like you. Absolutely. And there's a number of cases that do come to surgery. The surgery is a day surgery. It's simple. It's about a 10-minute surgery where we go in and just open up that tunnel. It's literally a physical tunnel around the nerve. Uh, if you look at your thumbnail, it's about the size of your thumbnail in size, there, in size inside your palm. And we can just open up the roof of that tunnel, okay. either through an incision in the palm, uh, which works fine, but it's a bit tender, you can imagine. Or more commonly now, we do a keyhole surgery where we can go in just above. So, so the, the treatments are improving and enhanced uh, all the time. There is help out there. My sincere thanks to my consultant on the couch today, uh, Mr. Michael Mara, consultant orthopedic and hand surgeon at the Beacon Hospital, specializing in the problems of carpal tunnel. You learn something new every day, Ivan, don't you? All right, and that's our lot for today's edition of The Hard Shoulder. My thanks to the production team, Mark Simpson, Ashling Moore, Dan Flanagan, Alex Russo, and Leisha uh, McKenna. Uh, Michael Quilligan and Peter Malloy were on sound. Off the ball is up next. I will be back uh, from 4 p.m. tomorrow here on News Talk. I'm on the box again tonight for the Tonight Show on Virgin Media 1. Have a great evening, and thanks for listening.